What made Vincent van Gogh one of the greatest painters and most tortured souls of all time? Was Harry Houdini predestined to become the great escape artist based on his family's great escape? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz, and on my new podcast, Personology, I'll be joined by amazing experts to delve into the minds of famous historical figures. If you want to know what really made exceptional people tick, then take a listen to Personology. Find Personology on March 9th on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on. I can't believe you. You know me. I just love some Niall Horn. Did you know babies are born without kneecaps? What? Okay. (laughs) I I really wish I had that reaction. (laughs) On camera. I'm so, so confused. I saw that the other day on something, but apparently it's not true. And here I am, spreading fake facts. Welcome to 20-somethings doing nothing, where we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I'm Jake. Fake news everywhere. No, you have to say your name first. Oh, I'm Ricky. I'm Jake. And we just spread fake news, apparently. Um, so according to WebMD, I saw it on Facebook or something, it was like, babies are born without kneecaps. Oh, so a baby, a newborn baby's patella, which is a kneecap, is made mostly of, oh, is made almost completely of cartilage. Around the age three to five, areas of hard bones start to form around the in the patella in irregular patches. So basically, you not have, until three, you don't get bones isn't that in crazy? your knees. So they have kneecaps, but not bones. Yeah, in the kneecap yet. My friend had a baby like six months ago. I wonder if if uh, ew, that makes it feel so creepy. Like I don't know. I'm just like weirded out. The idea of a baby walking but not having kneecaps. Why weird? do we need why do we need the bone in it then? I don't know. Let's see if he'll answer our phone call. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him if his baby has kneecaps. <laughs> Hello, Jake. Tom. Jeffrey. What's up? Um, you're on the podcast. Oh. We have a quick question. Hello, we, we have a question for you. <laughs> yes, lay it on me. Does does your baby have a kneecap? Does my baby have a kneecap? Yeah, because I think so. I can you check? <laughs> because I heard I heard that they have kneecaps, but they're really soft until they're age three to five. So he's saying that they, they, they I have them with me right here. Wait, so they, they're really soft until age three to five, but so they have a kneecap, but it's a soft. Kneecap. So apparently, right. it's made completely of cartilage until he's three to five when the bone starts forming. Oh, weird! I Please mean, don't break your baby's I, knee, though. <laughs> Checking. <laughs> Like, oh, hold on, buddy. Let me see. Let me see. It's like, you can't visually see it here. Like, hey, buddy. Oh, stop it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You broke the baby's kneecap. I think you have a kneecap. I think it it looks like, yeah, it looks like he has one. Okay. But does it feel like he has one? It does feel like he has one. Like, but I can't, I don't want to, like, wiggle it around. I can't see my own kneecap because it makes me want to throw up. What? Do you not like kneecaps? No, like, you know the feeling when you, like, stretch your leg out, and then you can see, like, you know, your kneecap becomes more visible, and then you can, like, wiggle it if yeah. you wanted to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the idea of that is, like, the equivalent to, like, <laughs> when people, like, push their eyeball and wiggle Oh, I hate that. Or, like, when people flip their eyelids. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, the worst, that is the worst. The kids used to do that when I was younger. I used to want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for being our resident baby expert. Listen, call me anytime. I will take you up on that. All right. Bye. Oh, my God, the baby's so nervous. I'm, ugh. 
That's a disgusting fact, Jake. So basically, he didn't solve our, he didn't answer our question. Well, I mean, we never really have any answers to any of the questions that we pose. <laughs> That's so. part of the podcast. Yeah, kind of didn't expect us to have the answer to this one either. So enough about baby's kneecaps. <laughs> oh, yes. More about... So I texted you on Saturday. Being 20-somethings and being degenerates. <laughs> I texted you on Saturday, yes. and I didn't get a response until, like, Monday morning. Because <laughs> you're like, sorry, I was really drunk. I'm so sorry, but so, I've been drunk since Friday at 5 p.m. And then you came in, and you're like, I have a crazy weekend, or I had a crazy weekend. Yeah. Where I live in New Jersey, there's a town near us that is technically our city, quote-unquote uh-huh. city. Morristown is the name of it. Okay. And since it's almost St. Patty's Day, Morristown always throws a huge St. Patrick's Day parade and a bar crawl. The weekend before? Yes. Okay. So that's what I did last weekend. (laughs) And you can assume, and you would be right in this assumption, that I got a little too drunk (laughs) because it's day drinking. Yeah. That's always so dangerous. It's so, but I love day drinking way more than I like it at night. Like, I'd much rather tailgate during the day or go to a barbecue or whatever during the day and drink as opposed to all night long until 5 a.m. I agree with you 100%. I love day drinking. Like, 100%. Especially in the summer. Yeah. When you can actually be outside and enjoy the sun. Yeah. Ugh, I can't wait for summertime. So you started drinking at 6 a.m. <laughs> I started drinking probably around 1, which yeah. is actually pretty late because typically we start around 10. Wait. Oh, I thought you meant... Okay, confused. Sorry. <laughs> Typically, we start at like 10 a.m. Okay. For this actual specific day, but we didn't uh, because I was out the night before and got too drunk. So I just prolonged it. Anyway, uh, on Saturday, I got really drunk. I made so many friends in the girls' bathroom. Right. <laughs> Something that. Which you didn't understand. As a guy, I don't get that at all. I made so many friends. <sighs> So what what about the women's bathroom? I mean, okay, so here's the first thing. When girls go to the bathroom, normally they like to go together. Yes. It's like a thing, you know? When guys go to the bathroom, they go to the bathroom. They do their business. <laughs> then hopefully they wash their hands, which most times they don't. I know. And then they leave. Yeah. When I go to the bathroom, I'm not going in there and being like, what's up, everybody? How's the men's room? Well, that's pretty much what I do when I go to the bathroom. Now, do you do this when you're sober as well? Sometimes, but not really. It's typically only when I'm drunk. So do you find that for do you find that for most women or just for you? Most women. You get well, this is the thing. You get drunk and girls take longer to pee than guys do. It's just the reality of it because we go in a stall, we have to sit down, uh-huh. all of that. Also lines. So yeah, we have longer lines because of that. And then after that, we're going to the mirror, we're fixing our makeup, fixing our hair, and we're talking. That's just what we do. You guys don't give a shit. You go and you pee and you leave. When you're drunk, though, all of those things take so much longer, it seems like. Yeah. So you kind of just, to pass the time, have conversations. For instance, this one girl, I was talking to her about something completely random. I don't remember what it was. I think my shoes or something like that. And I looked at her and her hair was all messed up. And I'm like, girl, let me fix you real quick. So I was fixing her hair. And we're talking more about life, what we do for a living, things like that. And she's in PR. And I was telling her, I have a podcast, and I have so many questions about PR. And she's like, anything you want, girlfriend, I got you. Just hit me up. I'll help you any way I can. Did you get her digits? We follow each other on Instagram now, and I can reach out to her if I wanted to about questions when it comes to PR and branding, things like that, which is just so random. That doesn't happen in a guy's room. It happens only in a girl's room. Second instance on Saturday was 
I had my phone with me when I went to the bathroom, and I put it, I thought, in my purse, but I guess I put it on the ledge uh-huh. of the toilet, which I don't normally do because- The ledge of the toilet? Yeah, like the back of the toilet. Okay, like, so you put it on the back of the toilet, then you sat down to pee. Yes. Or whatever you're doing. Because I was drunk, and okay. I wasn't thinking, and I thought I put it in my purse. Yeah. But I didn't. So when I left the bathroom, I went to go into my purse because I couldn't find my friends oh, now. Oh, no. And it wasn't in my purse. And I said, oh, shit, it has to be in the bathroom. And by that point, I was like, I'm fucked because someone definitely took my phone. I walk in the bathroom and I'm looking around and I don't see it anywhere. And I was like, where the hell could I have possibly put it? So I was talking to these girls and I'm like, I lost my phone. Can I borrow one of your phones really quick so I can call it and see if maybe it rings and I can hear it in here or someone picks up? And they were like, of course. They hand me their <laughs> phones. I'm calling my phone and I'm like, And they're like, wait, I can hear it. And we're all like, we can hear it ringing. Where is it coming from? So we're looking around, and I couldn't find my phone. But I could hear it ringing. So I'm like, it's in here somewhere. So we're going crazy. Want to know where my fucking phone was, Jake? Still on the toilet? It was inside the back piece of the toilet. What? Hanging there because my pop socket on the back of my phone Caught on to one of the levers and pieces in the back of the toilet. No way. And it didn't fall in the water in the back. My pop socket saved my fucking phone, dude. That's insane. We both just stood there and just stared at it. We were like, how is this real life? So was it a normal toilet? Like yeah, it was a normal toilet. It had the back and yep. like you can take the top off? Mm-hmm. So how the fuck did it get inside? I literally have been thinking about it since, Jake, <laughs> and I have no idea how that could have happened. No idea. I also don't know how nobody peed and pulled the lever by the time I got in there and it fell through because it literally was just hanging there, dangling for its life, So waiting for me to find it. I'm looking at your phone right now. I lost the pop socket. Where's the pop socket? I lost it. I was really sad. Where's the chopstick? Yeah, I I don't know how I lost it because that was the last time I saw it (laughs) was when it saved my phone. What? And I pulled it out and I was like, oh, baby pop socket, I love you so much. And I was just like petting it. I'm like, you're just amazing. And then I lost it. You and I really need to go out together because <laughs> I've never, like, really seen Drunk Ricky. This is a different form of Drunk Ricky, which it wasn't exactly Donnie. It was, like, another kind of Drunk Ricky. I don't know who this Drunk Ricky is. Is this a normal thing for people to have alter egos when they're drunk? Like, do you— It's is normal this like for a thing? me. <laughs> Can you tweet at us at 20SDN Podcast? Like, tell me, do you have a drunk alter ego? Because I don't. When I'm really drunk, I'm still Jake. And I want to know their name. You're drunk alter ego. If they have name. a name. Yeah. Maybe and if you're they somebody don't... else when you're really drunk, but you don't have a name. Maybe you should name your alter drunk alter ego. Or we'll name it. Tell us what they're like. Yes. And we'll name your drunk alter ego. Five dollars. <laughs> yes, this is another business we can do. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to spend five dollars to be told what their drunk alter ego's name is. Did you know? What? People pay for somebody to come up with their wedding hashtag. Yes. So why would they not pay for us to come up with their drunk alter ego? You know what? You're right. We can even give you a hashtag. You know what? Fuck it. All your drunk selfies now have a hashtag we'll and a reason for them. We'll give you a drunk them. alter ego hashtag. <laughs> and name. Five bucks. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, that's uh, that was my weekend. <clears throat> wow. It started off really rocky, too. I had like a bad start to my weekend. Okay. Where I just... I was pissed. I just had a weird day, a lot of like random things happening, and I just wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling life, basically, (laughs) to say it in an easy way. I just, I wasn't feeling it, and I just basically hated everything. And then Saturday was just a lot of fun, and then I got even more sad because I thought I lost my phone. And I was like, damn, this is why you can't have nice things, Ricky. It's only been two months that you've (laughs) had this phone. (laughs) And it still has not a cracked screen, knock on wood. I know, 
yeah, please don't jinx me. Have you ever had those days where you're just pissed off for no reason? All the fucking time. Isn't that weird? All the fucking time. Like, why does that happen? And then don't you feel bad because you're like, why am I pissed? And you try to think of a reason why you're pissed, and there's literally no reason for you to be pissed. Yeah. Your life's great. So why am I so mad about it? Why are you mad, bro? Like, why am I mad at my life when my life is great? Isn't that weird? It is weird. Sometimes you're just pissed off at the world. Yeah. I had one of those last week. That was my Friday. I, I was just pissed off at the world. I was. I hated everything. But it sucks because it's, like, hard to get out of that. Yeah. You know what? I... When was it? Maybe mine was Friday. I don't know. But somebody somebody at work, like, brought me food in the morning, like, as soon as I got there, just for no reason. Aww. And I was like, wow, I needed that right now. Yeah. Like, that was so nice. So then I was like, let me repay the favor. So then I went to Starbucks. Oh, no, I didn't go to Starbucks. I went to the coffee machine. I made myself a cup of coffee, and they made another one, and I gave it to Yuritza. And she's like, what's this for? And I was like, oh, just because. She definitely stared at you like you had seven heads. Yeah. Uh, what do you want from me, Jake? Isn't that crazy how something so little can make somebody's day? 100%. Like, so little tiny thing. Like, today, <laughs> Ricky went to Starbucks before she came here. <laughs> and she's like, she texted Yuritza and I in a group chat, because Yuritza's still here. And she's like, do you guys want anything? And Yuritza's like, yeah, I want my fancy-ass drink that costs $17. <laughs> and I was like, I want an extra large, extra large, extra. Like, as a joke. And she walks in with a venti coffee. And I was like, what do you, why did you give me coffee? She's like, because you wanted, you wanted a big one. And I was like, I, didn't, I wasn't serious. So then I felt bad. She won't let me Venmo her. So now I'm, like, in debt to her $4 or however much a venti black coffee costs. But you do know that I drink it black, so that's cool. Yes, I know I don't know you. how you drink your coffee. God damn we it. We talked about this on the podcast. That, that you don't really know somebody until you know how they drink their coffee. So you don't know shit about me, Jake. You just don't even would, know if me. If I were to guess, I would say you like sweet. I know you like sweet drinks, so you probably drink it with milk and sugar or cream and sugar. Typically, if I'm drinking just coffee, it's only milk. Okay. But when I come into the city and I come to record this podcast, we don't have Starbucks where I am, really. Like, we have them, but they're far away. Yeah. So I always do Dunkin'. So I always just do a normal coffee with milk. Okay. But when I come here, this is like my once a week, like, treat yourself. So that's why you get the fancy And drinks. that's why I get the fancier ones. Wow. This is all makes sense now. Now you know. Mind blown. <laughs> I've been trying to spend less money at Starbucks, even though I bought a breakfast sandwich this morning. Because if you it's have well, a coffee, huh? yeah, <laughs> it's going real well. If you have a coffee every day from Starbucks, even if you just get a black coffee like I do, that's like two dollars and something, which is like fourteen dollars. No, ten dollars a week. Yeah, and there's fifty two. You don't. Let's say you work forty. Let's say you work fifty <laughs> fifty weeks out of the year. Fifty times ten. It's $500 just on Starbucks a yeah. year. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. So think about that. You're like, oh, it's only two bucks. That shit adds up. It does. Hence why once a week is when I get my fancy coffee. Yeah, I like very rarely get fancy coffee now. So thanks for this. That's when you know, though, your friends is when you know how they drink their coffee. But that's really when you know your significant other. Well, you know what kind of coffee See, they drink I, in the morning. After we had this conversation, I was talking to my girl. Well, she went before she was my girlfriend. I was yes. talking to her, and we had this conversation. I was like, I don't know how she drinks her coffee. And I was like, Well, you don't know You're her, like, bro. I don't know her. <laughs> so then I asked her. Luckily, she didn't listen to the podcast then, so she had no idea. That's why I asked her. <laughs> well, now she knows because she listens now. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to oh save God. this for tomorrow because 
I'm going to put it in the fridge, and then I'm going to put it over ice, and I'm going to have an iced coffee. You want to know what's funny? They gave me an iced one at first, and I was like, nah, bruh. I asked for it hot because I knew if I came up here with an iced one when you didn't ask for an iced one, you'd be like, I didn't ask for this. But then I came up anyways, and you still said, <laughs> I didn't ask for this. So I lost either way. Oh, you, There's they, no winning with they you. They didn't give you the iced coffee? They left it there, but I was like, I'm not going to take oh. the iced coffee after I just complained about not wanting oh, the iced coffee. You should have taken it anyway. <laughs> They're really good about that. I'm not a monster. Well, you are, but it's okay. Point taken. I accept you being a monster. Oh, thank God. Because not many people do. (laughs) People accept me. This is a really long conversation about coffee. But it's important. It is. There's a moral to it in the end. Save money. Unlike a lot of the things we talk about. (laughs) That was funny. This was supposed to go somewhere. It is going somewhere. Oh, I have a question for you. Fill in the blank. That's not a question. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a fill in the blank for you. Mm. When I was younger, I used to think blank. Oh, man. I'll start. When I was younger, (laughs) we're going to go around in a circle, say your name, your favorite color, and where you're from. Hi, my name's Jake. I like the color blue. Okay, anyway, when I was younger... (laughs) I'm just staring at you. I'm like waiting. When I was younger, I used to think life got easier. Oh, yeah. So, the strange, like, I I would always have to have... You know when you have to have awkward conversations? I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to get older because then you won't have to have these weird, awkward conversations all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I've had way more awkward conversations now than I did when I was younger. Little Jake was so wrong. (laughs) Yeah, like I legitimately thought life would get easier because, I don't know, I guess my parents, they like would never really tell me if things were like going wrong in life or if something, if something, if they were in a rough time or something, I wouldn't know about it. Uh, so you had this illusion that everything works out. Life was great. Well then, life sucks. Okay, (laughs) you grow up and everything goes to shit. No, I'm just kidding. I love my life. It's funny you say that though, and it's funny that you brought up before the days where you just hate everything. Yeah. Because my day on Friday, now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't just because I just hated my day or was in one of those weird funks. It was for an actual reason. Yeah. I had a situation where I basically started thinking. I made the wrong decision in life with my career path. Like maybe I should be doing something else. Uh-huh. Like a self-doubt moment, basically. And it fucked up my whole day. Yeah. And when I was younger, I never thought that that was going to be an issue. Obviously, you just, it makes it seem like everything just works when you get older and you just right? fall into what you fall into and you're happy and you get married and you buy a house and all this stuff. Like everything just makes sense. Yeah. But nothing makes sense at certain parts of your life. And exactly. that was my Friday. Nothing made sense and to me. And now we're going to look back when we're like married with children, if either of us ever do that. And <laughs> we're going to be like, wow, I miss those days when we didn't have responsibility like this. Yeah. We didn't have to watch after a crying child all day. Another human to make sure that it's it's okay. And- but now, you know, there might be some people listening to this that have children. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. Because, you know, I know a lot of 20-somethings with children. I have so many friends that have kids. My so friend many. who we called in the beginning of the episode. Yes, about the kneecaps. He, oh, no, he's 30, I think. But is he? whatever. It's young 30s. <laughs> well, no, I have plenty of friends. I was just out this last weekend with a friend who has a baby, the cutest baby ever known to mankind, who I love and adore. But that's normal. You know, we're getting to that age where more and more people are having kids. Not for me, though. 
because this girl can't even take care of herself or her iPhone, as we know, from last Saturday. So therefore, I should not be in charge of a child. That's like the first time I realized that uh, it was getting more normal for people our age to have children. We're both 25, by the way. My one friend calls me one day and she's like, so she's also 25. She's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) What are you going to do? And she's like, and I'm so happy about it. (laughs) And I just paused for a second. And I was like, what? You, you're, you're pregnant. And you're, you're happy about it. And you're 25. And I was like, oh, well, that's great then. <laughs> this is so exciting. And that was kind of like my moment where I realized we're getting older. Yeah. We're 20 something still doing nothing. Yeah. But we can't do something because otherwise we can't do this podcast. Oh my gosh. That's we can never do anything. Yeah. We can never <laughs> do anything. Contracts. Not until we're 30 can we do anything. We need to continue to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. And if you're listening, I hope you're doing nothing with us. So you need to answer my, my fill in the I'm blank. trying to think. I can't really remember a specific thing. But I would say when I was younger, I, I just didn't understand the concept of time and age. Yeah. So for me... I was like, when I'm 23, I'll have a million dollars, like, and I'll have a big house, and everything's gonna be great. I think I have thirty dollars in my bank account right now, and I'm 25. So, well, you did have all that stuff when you were 23, but it was just on Sims. Yeah, yeah. You were playing Sims. I love Sims. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't played it in a long time. I haven't either, but I used to love playing it. That might be why I thought that it was gonna be easy too. Because Sims, Sims is a piece of shit. All I have to do is type in Rosebud, and I have unlimited cash forever. (laughs) Cheat codes. What's the cheat code for life? Oh God, cheat code for life. There is none. No. I'm trying to think of the what lottery, it would be. maybe? I would say, if we're going to get philosophical, I'd say the cheat code for we're life not. is... We, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's patience. I would say that's probably the cheat code for life. Yeah. In a philosophical way. Why? Because we have such an idea that we need to have everything right now and it all needs to be perfect and... We drive ourselves crazy. Or maybe I'm just speaking about us. I think you're just speaking about you. You do it too, though. Yeah, no, We've no. We've had I this conversation before, yeah. which makes you think that there has to be other 20-somethings that also think that. You feel like you need to do it now, and everything needs to be perfect. You need to be set for life right now. Yeah. But we have to have patience. Right. I agree with you. My thing is that I feel like I have to have everything figured out. Yeah. But we're 25. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. I know there's people listening to us that are not even in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And there's people listening to us that are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have, I feel like, at what point do you have to have everything figured out? Never, because you never have it all figured out. Oh my God, this is getting so deep. <laughs> we need you to never be have it all figured out. It's all about patience, and it's always a learning experience. Your entire life is a learning experience. What? Yeah. I don't everything. agree with you, though. I think it is. I think at some point you have it all figured out. I don't think so. What about when you're, let's say you have a great career. And you work for however many years you work, and then you retire when you're 70 years old. And you do, you get into this routine of doing the same thing every day, and you're happy, and you're retired, and you do whatever you want. Wouldn't you say you have it all figured out? No, because there's always going to be something that's going to pose a question that you're not going to know the answer to. Right, right, right. So we're talking about two different things here. (laughs) I'm talking about having it all figured out with your life. You're talking about having life all figured out. Oh. Oh, this is, I'm just digging this hole deeper. We're just getting deeper here. I think you just blew my mind, Jake. Right? Because you'll never have life all figured out, but you can have your life figured out. Interesting. But can you, though? 
I don't know. Okay, so then this goes to a question. We should have like eaten some mushrooms or something before this. <laughs> I feel like it'd be way more enjoyable of a conversation. This goes. <laughs> this actually goes off a question that you just asked me. Okay. If I could start my life over, would I start it over or would I keep it going? Right. Another question, fill in the blank. And what would you do? I would keep it going because I feel like you're always going to be learning. Things might get slightly easier about the shit that you've already learned, but there's yeah. always going to be something new popping up in front of your face, a exactly. new obstacle that you need to right. overcome. Right. And what I said to you was you can change. So if you start your life over now, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're like in a bad place and you wanted to start over. You start over and you would avoid the things that you know were going to happen that you didn't enjoy or or were really bad. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to prevent other bad things from happening. Exactly. Like it's, it's not possible for you to live a perfect life. Never. Right. You think that your shit stinks. Somebody else shit stinks way more than yours. <laughs> in a in a metaphorical term. And also in real life. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was using I'm just using the poop metaphor a lot with you today. <laughs> I was doing that earlier before we were starting to record. <clears throat> but Everything relates back to poop is what this comes down to. So if if you restart your life, I feel like that's kind of taking a gamble. Because you can fix the things, like I just said, but there's going to be other things that come up. And your gambling is, will those things be better or worse than what you've already experienced that you want to not experience? Exactly. I don't know if I'm really the right person to say this because there's nothing in my life that's happened where I'm like, I need to restart. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I feel like (laughs) I've had a pretty good life so far. You know, like I'm in a good place right now. I have a job that I enjoy doing what I want to do. I have friends. You know, debatable. I have a good relationship with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but mean, I would like to talk to ask that question to somebody who's like really had some serious shit go down. Like well, you're looking tragedy. right at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever actually talked about a lot of the things that I've gone through on the podcast from my previous experiences in life from when I was younger and things like that. Yeah. But. There's been a lot of fucked up things that have happened. And at some point, I think that they'll they'll kind of fit the podcast. Yeah. Uh, today, I don't know if that's no, the day necessarily, right but they'll fit the podcast <laughs> at some point. But what I can say is that I've I've had a lot of obstacles that I've had to overcome earlier on in my life. And in a lot of moments, especially being young, I said, what the fuck? I wish I could start over or like be a different person, basically. Yeah. But now that I'm older and can reflect back on those instances that have happened to me in the past, I've realized that if those instances didn't happen, I wouldn't be Ricky Sanchez. Exactly. I'd be somebody entirely different. I I wouldn't have anything that's made me me. I wouldn't have had any struggles that have made me who I am. Yeah. And it wouldn't even be worth it then. Because I don't want to not be me. I like me. I'm happy with me now. But are you curious as to what another Ricky would be like? Kind of. Because I kind of like am. Like in an alternate universe? You know, like there's, yeah, in an alternate, what is this, 13 reasons, I mean, Stranger Things, 13 oh Stranger Things. Oh my God, get your goddamn show straight, Jake Ferd. <laughs> Stranger Things. So one little decision can change your life so much, right? Butterfly effect. Yeah, so I'm always curious, I feel like we've talked about this before, I'm always curious as to what would have happened if I made one different decision for certain things. You know, it would take like, you down a totally different path. I can name one decision that happened in middle school as to why I'm here today, like in this job and in this world and why I went to the college that I went to. 
But then there's things, so I made that decision in middle school, but then there were things along the way that could have changed my path. Mm. You know, I could have gone into television, or I could have been a business major. Yeah. Fuck that. Or I could, <laughs> <laughs> No offense to business majors, you make a lot more money than I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just like this world, the entertainment world. But it's just interesting. That's what I question. I don't question, like, if I were to start over completely. I question what if I made a different choice at this moment or at this moment. I've definitely had those moments as well. And I think that everything happens for a reason. And everyone thinks that that's so cliche and crazy. And that I'm speaking out of my ass. But like you said, one little decision, you know the one decision in middle school that happened to you that put you down this path. I remember the one thing that I didn't even consciously make the decision it just kind of happened for me and then later on looked back on it and was like holy shit this is why i'm doing this what did that lead to uh this me being in radio oh wow in general yeah i went to (sighs) quick i'm gonna put it in like a quick perspective (laughs) okay went to a different college yeah worked my ass off in high school because i wanted to get the hell out of my town out of my teeny tiny town and like live somewhere else and just be away Went to a college because it was basically me spending my money for college. My dad was going to help me as much as he could, but it was basically all me. So I took the decision to pick the one college that gave me the most money. Hated that college. Basically almost flunked out, which I've never done in my life because I was always a good student. Left that college, went to county college, then reapplied for other schools again. And I had this idea that I was going to go to Florida and I was going to get the hell out of here. Every single college in Florida denied me. I applied to one college. My dad said, if you want to be in communications, because I was going to be a journal, like a journalist, that uh-huh. was what I was going to do, uh, you need to go to New York City. And I said, hell no, I just want to be away from here. <laughs> Pace was the only one that accepted me, went to Pace. My RA was the president of the radio station at Pace. And as a transfer, it's really hard to make friends because everybody already has their clicks. Yeah. Everybody's already connected. So I was like, okay. This might be a great way for me to meet people. And I had talked to her. She had one slot left. Oh, my God. Told me I could have the slot. Took the slot. Loved it. Enjoyed it so much. Then I applied for Elvis Duran in the morning show. Got it out of I don't even know how. And here I am today. Damn. So, like, I didn't even consciously make all of the decisions. Some of them just just kind of happened for me. Yeah. And here I am. But it's so weird to look back and be like, how did I get here? And like piece everything together. It's creepy. I hope there's a transfer student listening to this right now. Oh, my gosh. Because I feel like that is such a hard time in life. It's so hard. If you hard. transfer. I didn't do it. So I didn't experience it firsthand. But I had a lot of friends that were transfer students. Yeah. You're going it's... into this all new world with like just having no no friends. And people are already friends and stuff. And they already have their friend group. It's like what we talk about all the time. Joining other friend groups is like impossible it's not impossible but it makes life so much more difficult yeah it's not necessarily easy per se it takes a little time and you have to actually like understand the fact that everybody's already connected and try to balance the difference between knowing that you're not one of them but you still are it's weird it's a weird understanding and i had to do it so many times i did it from catholic school to high school then i did it from high school to college then to another college and then to another college (laughs) i did a bunch of times But all those things is like what formed who I am now Yeah, and brought me to even where I am in my career. If I didn't go to Pace, who knows if I'd be in radio? I may be a lawyer right now because that's what I was actually thinking about possibly doing was becoming a lawyer. I thought about it too, but then I realized I don't like to read. Okay. That's a that's a a, big that's that's yeah. A big part of being a lawyer. Yeah, a hundred percent. You gotta read a lot of shit. (laughs) And I don't that's why I'm a video person because I'm a I'm a visual learner. 
Wow, I was not expecting us to get this deep today. I know, it took such a, such a turn. It just went left field and <laughs> got so philosophical and emotional. Can we uh, can we talk about something less philosophical for a second? Sure. Have you watched American Idol? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. We just went from Paths of Life and the Butterfly Effect and all of these great ideas to have you watched American Idol. Yeah. To which I will answer, no, I have not. <laughs> do you plan on it? No, I do not. Because I would suggest you watch it. Really? Yeah, honestly, this season is way... I like used to watch it as a kid with my parents. Oh my God, me too. We I used to love it. would watch all the time. We'd watch the auditions. Remember like the first season of like American Idol? It was such a huge deal. Yeah. Everybody was so, oh my God, American Idol, this is going to be great. And everybody loved it. Yep. Now I feel like it's just, eh, it's American Yeah, so Idol. when I didn't, I didn't I watch really... the last few seasons when they were on... But this season is so good. Is it revamped? Is it slightly... Di- like, what makes it different this so time the, around? The big difference that I've seen, and I don't know if this has been a change, is that they don't show a lot of the bad auditions. Mm. Which is kind of weird because I really enjoyed them. Those are my favorite parts. Right, but they go more in-depth about each person's story now. Like, they have, like, mm. a produced package for each person's story. So you really connect to the person. Exactly. Yeah, they're really getting you connected mm. more. And they're showing less auditions. So you really feel it's like it's like watching This Is Us and becoming like it becoming close to the characters. I did watch This Is Us and it was the season finale and I bawled Don't my ruin eyes it. out. I didn't I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to say anything, but I bawled my eyes out and I felt so much better today for my shitty yeah. weekend thoughts. <laughs> I cried watching American Idol last night. My designated cry time always helps. Yeah. It's true, though. You cried watching American Idol? Yeah. Wow, it was really that emotional? Well, it was more like happy. I always cried the happy emotional things. What? <laughs> it was like, there's just like some seriously great moments. Interesting. Yeah. It's like you really connect with these people. Maybe I'll try it again. And I don't know if that's just me because I feel like I have that effect in life where I just connect with people really well. Mm-hmm. But I think you should watch it and tell me if you cry. I'm going to watch it next week I now. don't think I cried during the first episode, but I cried at the second episode. So I should give it two shots, is what you're saying. Before yeah, the I... issue was the third long. It's an hour and a half each. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. That's a long time <laughs> to quite... listen to these sad stories of it's people's lives. It's not sad stories, though. They're happy stories? A lot stories? of them are not sad stories. Some of them are. I felt like they always used to harp on like the they sad do. They ones. They still do. Every show does. American Ninja Warrior does that. I don't they watch American Indian sad stories. Well, one of my best friends from college has been on it That's the last right. two years. So. All right, I'll try watching it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. You need to catch up on This Is Us. I only have, I'm only, uh, I'm only <laughs> one episode behind. Well, get to it. It's the season finale. I know. I need to watch it before somebody ruins it. After This Is Us, I watched the new show Rise. Okay. It just started right after This Is Us was the premiere of it. And I'm already connected. And I already am really digging it. I can't get into a new show. I have so many shows, and now that I'm into American Idol and these episodes are really long, I can't start a new show. I hate you. (laughs) Give it a shot. Give it one shot. Yes. Just give it a shot. I think you're really going to connect to it. Maybe. And you're really going to like it. Maybe. Even though I'm 25, I still so connect with the thoughts of high school and college. And college, even though I've been out of college for... Four years now? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I still obviously really connect with college thoughts and college students because I still feel like I have the thoughts of a college student in a lot of senses. But And you drink like a college student. Hell yeah, I do. I guess that could be a good thing. <laughs> Your liver is still functioning well. Yeah, luckily. Yeah, seriously. The hardest working liver that you'll ever find. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
but it's a good show because it's about the arts and all these students going through their own personal things, but the drama club kind of brings them all together and helps them through their journey of ups and downs in their life. You're not selling me on it. God damn it, Jake. Have a heart for once. <laughs> I just don't want to start another show right now. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. I definitely watch way more shows than you. I so uh, well yeah I don't start watching a lot at one time because then I'm like feel bad when I can't catch up on them all the time. But shameless I didn't do it on purpose. Shameless, it just the season of Shameless is done, so that's yes. one show out of the way. Hated the way they ended it. The problem is that I watch so many shows at one time that I start mixing up the storylines. Oh, like I don't I can't tell you right now how Shameless end, ends because I've watched so many shows since then. Well, I'm not gonna say how it ended in case people haven't actually heard it. They all died. But it didn't end how it normally ends. Typically, it ends on a cliffhanger where you're like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And it really wasn't that driving home, like, who knows what's going to happen next season. I'm obviously still going to watch it because I love Shameless, but I was pissed about it. I'm watching like a thousand other shows. Grownish is a great show as well. It's College also, students. Yeah. Riverdale. Fucking love Riverdale. Oh, I stopped watching Riverdale. I fucking love Riverdale. <laughs> I'm so emotionally invested in Riverdale. It's actually sickening. Huh. Yoritza and I just sit there the entire time texting, oh my God, can you believe that this happened? What's going to happen next? Like, we're nuts. We're crazy. I yell at the TV. My mom comes in my room. She's like, what the fuck are you yelling at? I'm like, fucking Jughead, man. Fucking Jughead. He's such a dick. God damn it, Archie. Get it together. Like, I'm always yelling. But yeah, I get very emotionally invested. So maybe I can't do American Idol. Maybe I don't have time to add another show. I really think you should. I think you shouldn't tell me what to do, Jake. <laughs> so then we can talk about it. Because I don't have anybody to talk about my feelings with. Yeah, like I can't connect with anybody on a spiritual <laughs> level unless they watch Reckon Idol with me. Oh, I'm watching The Resident. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's on, I don't know what network it's on. I watch it on Hulu. <laughs> I watch everything on Hulu. Who has cable these days? I do. Yeah, I don't pay you, for it, though. You live with your parents. <laughs> I don't exactly. pay for it. <laughs> you know how much cable costs? A lot it's of a money. lot of money. I know. We used to pay... What was it like? One hundred and forty dollars a month for phone, TV, and internet. Yeah. And now we only have internet, and it's sixty dollars a month. Yeah. So it's like less than half the price per person. Life is so expensive. Yeah. Fuck everything. Who asked for this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask to grow up. Okay. God damn it! It just happened. I want to be a little wreck again, and I want to think that I'm going to be a millionaire by twenty three. Hey, it's never, never too late. To I mean, go back in time? You're not 23 anymore, but it's never too late to be a millionaire. <laughs> okay, true. Solid point. Let's hope it happens soon. Yep. On that note, I'm going to go try and find a way to make a million dollars. So if you won a hashtag or a oh, yes. drunk alter ego, we got to make millions. <laughs> Let's go, people. Oh, my God. Is that my million dollar scheme? If we do 200,000, right? 200,000 of them? You are asking the reason five, I'm not in any other four, area. Yeah, if we do 200,000 of these, we can make a million dollars. The reason I'm not in any other area or expertise is because I can't do math. It's 20 times 5 times... I can't do math! thousand times 100,000. All right, well, get to it, guys, because homegirl needs a million dollars. She's two years late on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us. Catch you next week. 20-somethings doing nothing. Hi, everyone. This is Rosalind Sanchez and Eric Winter, and we have a podcast called He Said Ella Dijo. Am I even a part of this thing? Can uh, I say my own name? Okay, say your name. I'm Eric Winter. Wow, interesting. We Eric have a podcast Winter. called He Said. Ella Dijo. It's about our conflicting personalities and our differences of opinion about everything. Guys, it's funny. Check it out. Find He Said Ella Dijo. On the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcast. Or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Dear Young Rocker is more than just a podcast about music. It's a memoir of how it feels to survive high school when you don't fit in and the freeing feeling of picking up a guitar for the first time. It's also advice for anyone who is or was young and has ever felt weird or alone. Dear Young Rocker is written and narrated by me, Chelsea Erson, executive produced by Jake Brennan, and comes to you from Double Elvis Productions. Listen to Dear Young Rocker on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.